1: you listening to Ach-dung
0: Millwall broadcasting from the beautiful South except no selfish. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Mill Millwall, the morning after one of the more momentous days in in Mill history. The return of Neil Harris, uh, the banishing of uh, that poor run of form at one of the high flying sides in the division. Southampton, two one win for the Lions. There's only one man that I can think of that would enjoy the relishing that result yesterday more than me and that's Harry Warren big welcome to the show Harry how you doing mate
1: uh I am very very good this morning I'm sure that you can hear the clicking of people turning this podcast off because there will be a certain amount of crowing from the creator of the Archer Woods and Long Fan Clubs (laughs)
0: <laughs> but first, listeners and Harry, before we go on, a moment of um, reflection for poor Russell Martin, who couldn't even bring himself to shake Marty Osakic's hand at the end of the game yesterday. Um, what, a, what a wanger, as I posted on, on Twitter. Um, he walks past an outstretched hand at the end of a football match. I mean, Harry, you play a bit. I mean, I don't know. It, it, you shake hands at the end of a game. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of many circumstances where that's not appropriate, but certainly on the balance of yesterday's game, I think that's real. It speaks volumes for the man, I think, don't you?
1: Yeah, you, you, you don't not shake someone's hand unless something really bad has happened in, in personal, and vicious. Life. You know, yeah, yeah like yeah. someone's like. Properly broke, like properly gone out to a yeah, an life, life or, challenge, or, or, yeah, yeah, or, or, or like any kind of like abuse, obviously under the you know under kind yeah, yeah, yeah. of general football swearing and so on. And, and so forth. Yeah, but other than other than that, no, you you shake. If you get beat, you just take it on the chin and, and move on. I mean, I play for a shit side in the Southern Amateur League. yeah I didn't win in a calendar year, then I fucking shook everyone's hand So it just shows <laughs> how
0: as shit you are. <laughs> It's just sporting convention, sportsmanship, whatever, whatever you want to read that hackneyed term. But yeah, there we are. So I think that's the moment of reflection for poor Russell Mars. He was doing his nut through the game. I was, I was just saying off air, listeners. I was going to go yesterday, but for various reasons I won't dwell on here. I couldn't make it out the door yesterday morning, um, so I finished up watching it on the stream. So you get a different angle on on TV, Harry, than actually being there. It looked like a magnificent magnificent mobile turnout yesterday it really came across well on Sally didn't at the away support yeah
1: it was um it was special I think that was that was the thing and it was it was something that has been missing for so long and I don't yeah. I don't really know yeah. I don't really know why I don't know how you can bottle bottle that into into week in week out and I know we said it on on the show when when Neil Harris was announced to be coming back and and well the Twitter Spaces conversation or space yeah yeah, or whatever. yeah
0: yeah
1: and that, that you know it's just it, there's this weird thing whenever whenever certain people or certain types of people are in charge of Millwall that it's not um, a Gary Rowick kind of you know winning like that somehow feels bland and doesn't feel like even though they could be the same kind of performances, you know, being totally, totally honest, but in a, in a, in a sort of Gary Rowett world, it's like, he doesn't care. Do you, do you understand? You can't yes, see. I yeah. so, so therefore with Millwall, you go, well, we we don't really do well with that. We need to, we like the, with the orphan in the corner, we need to be shown love. You need to yes, kind of yes. get us to, for us to, to come with you. And we're, um, and obviously that happens from, you know, from the start of the fucking game, he comes running down and fucking claps the crowd and points at the thing. He just, it's almost like Millwall theatre. It's everything in, in a Millwall away day performance that you want. You it know? comes
0: together. I mean, it's, it's an interesting point. I was actually dwelling on on how to start the conversation today, <laughs> listeners, and I mean, I've, I've actually looked up on the Collins Dictionary, Harry, the definition of the word charismatic, because the only difference between in terms of resources between yesterday uh, yeah, yesterday and the week before versus Sheffield Wednesday, night and day performances, you know, two, two <laughs> diametric opposites to each other, is the charisma of the manager. And, you know, I, I feel for Joe Edwards because um, the players are the same. I mean, you can talk about tactics and we'll probably come on to that in a moment but since Nils arrived back at the den which was it wednesday i think it was wednesday wednesday, he, wednesday it yeah. seems to have been a, a 100 miles per hour fast lane um <clears throat> burn up you know um since he's, he's come back but you know it's this is indefinable harry because you football management is not just is not just a collection of individuals um collation of data and statistics and all all the the many um the, the many scientific things that go into the modern game, it's underpinned fundamentally, especially at Millwall. The point you've just made by charisma and, and Neil Harris. I can't think of anyone else in the Millwall world right now in 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 2024 that has that level of Millwall charisma because that's what we saw yesterday. That's what produced that performance. I take my hat off to him. I don't know how. I don't know how he got that performance out of those players that look so poor it's just seven days beforehand. I mean it can only be
1: two training sessions surely can't it wednesday and thursday if, if they must you, they, you must, travel, they yeah. must travel friday so so you see so you know what i mean like it's not if if that you're not going to travel they're not going to train and travel friday so or maybe they do maybe they do a tactic I don't, I don't know really do but it but you can't it's two or three training sessions maximum um and yeah you're right it, it just is so you know it's so it's like do the simple things well and ninety percent of that, if you do nine, that sort of ninety percent, and then the ten percent seems to be be the charisma. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like it is, it is that, and it's asking players to just do the things that they're good at, rather than asking them to play to a system. And I, I, I do sometimes think that football is overcomplicated by tactics, and you know, yeah, I, I agree with that. Number do, of them going, I do, yeah, I agree. I do, yeah, I do courses and stuff, obviously as part of all my coaching stuff, and. You spend forty five minutes listening to what your vision like these people that take them but like, and I do agree somewhat with I, I think Jamie rednap was talking about his kids' football development in the week and saying you know you 've got all these coaches that have never played and I, I and i do I do get that to to some extent that I think when you 're talking with elite players, it does surely help to have someone that's been there and and seen and done it, and I think that's probably. Another thing that went probably against Joe Edwards a little bit is the fact that he wasn't a player. And that he he had, hadn't
0: played professional. Well, no. I think he gave it up very early, than, you know, it gone into coaching as his alternative. But, but yeah, I mean, there were some, I mean, some of the, the, the greatest managers in the game have, have not played a particularly high level. Certainly, I'm just thinking in modern terms. I mean, you're going through, a, you know, name a few names, Marino. I don't know what Thomas uh, Tuchel what level he played at, but certainly if you go into Marino, to, to Arsene Wenger, um, to some level, even Sir Alex Ferguson, didn't achieve the greatest of honours as a player. But...
1: but what they but what they were, all of them that you talked about, probably not even Tuchel, I wouldn't count in that, but the, the rest yeah. are all strong characters. They've all got a charisma. Charisma.
0: Yes. And the, the definition and... of charisma, listen, there's a charismatic person. This is Colin's online dictionary, because I thought it was quite appropriate. So conversation i want to have with harry today a charismatic person attracts influences and inspires people by their personal qualities um so they're talking about uh, charm appeal influence and that's really what i've picked up in all of the return interviews h since neil's come back you can't help but watch them you know and I'm, i'm you and me are both cynical people, you know. You you, you know, but <laughs> smell bullshit. You smell bullshit when you when you when you see it or, or, or smell it, whatever the term might be. And but watching those interviews with Neil, you are feeling uplifted. I, I challenge anyone that's listening to this and not have felt that even a little bit, even if you don't want to admit it, you felt it. I, I mean, we'll that's a magic quality. That's a yeah. magic quality, Harry.
1: The Millwall Bipolar was out in full force between Wednesday and Saturday afternoon at five o'clock, Oh
0: not it? They got booed. The same players, the same pretty much take or pick a few, the same set of players got booed off and had the security tunnel pulled out of the den last week to prevent, you know, untoward... Mass riot. (laughs) (laughs) Ribaldry and and things, uh, you know, unwanted things happening. So seven days, I know it's a long time in... In the world, but that's that's an incredible achievement because the performance yesterday, going on to the football, um, it's going, it's run for our team yesterday, uh, was not a particularly inspiring eleven. I mean, before the you,
1: game, it, I mean, Twitter before the game <laughs> was something beautiful. It was like fucking Jesus Christ, we're going down to, well, to yeah, what the, fu- the fuck? He, changed, picked from? You know, what the fuck's he picked this from where are we going? It's just. I mean, there, I mean, there's something about football, I
0: suppose, doesn't it, <laughs> really? Well, uh, the, about management, because you're talking about managing a group of men and producing the best from them, and you know, you mentioned Joe Edwards there, Harry. I, I do feel for him because um, Neil got. There's no such thing as 110%. This is, it always makes me laugh when I hear this expression. 110 More, impossible. Than more than <laughs> There's more <laughs> than more. He, he got 100% out of every single player, in my opinion, yesterday. Some more effectively than others, perhaps. But that was a 100% performance, which is all, all that you can ever give. So we've got Sarkic in goal. A lot of conversation about Sarkic, Harry. You know, we'll come back to him back line, playing out of position, Danny Mac, Jake Cooper, and then Tenganga, I thought was my man that I match yesterday, Ryan Leonard. Um, I, I, I put it 4-2-3-1. Others are saying it was 4-4-2, four, four, as they say. on the, um, It's never 4-4-2. Four, four, it was never ever 4-4-2. Four, four, well, um, Oba Femi was a lonely one of the two up front. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah. Like, see, see on.
1: was playing as the second fucking striker. <laughs> on spent most of his time in his own box, let alone
0: fucking anywhere else. It was every man to the pump. Anyway, you all Savile Billy Mitch. In front of them, Ryan Longman, Zian Fleming, as we've mentioned, George Honeyman up front. uh, Certainly for the first half was uh, over Femi. And then in the second half, Tom Bradshaw, both performing a very similar role of scurrying around, just trying to look busy, really, because that was the nature of the game. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you read the same things probably I read online, Harry. There was a lot of moaning minis out there going on about, um, oh, dear, you know, it's back to... Back, back to back to what I don't know. You know, it certainly wasn't an inspiring kind of prelim before the game. But my word, as soon as we kicked off, we got a Millwall performance there, Harry. Um, and that's you know that's down to the charisma of the manager, mind. If I can't think what else has, has, has can produce that, that. No change.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, chalk and cheese, as you said. I, I think <laughs> yeah, it was everything, wasn't it? It's just like the little little things. I think as well that certain players. Um I think that's a brave call to play Danny Mac at left back.
0: Mm. Um, again and, a lot of comment about that online, was not there, you know? Yeah um,
1: and, and, and the change back to a back four and, yeah. and Tangang has been not great in a Millshirt. Yeah. And I also always think that Ryan Leonard is so so important to us. I I, I just don't think people get her. Uh, good Ryan Lennon is at the things that he can do. I don't really look, a lot of people look at the things that he can't do and I, I think that's the wrong way to always look at a Millwall player sometimes because...
0: I'd say it's the wrong way to look at a Millwall side, Harry, because you can say that about pretty much every member of our squad, in, in truth. Perhaps, you know, the, the quality in our side now is the likes of, of Zian, but also Tanganga I thought was immense yesterday. Mm. But, but otherwise, this is a journeyman set of players. Who are you're always looking to get more than the the sum of the parts, really, aren't you out, out of the mill side? Yeah, and and Joe Joe had high ambitions, and we'll come back to Joe in a in a bit because you know obviously this is a stop gets out of trouble appointment. We wouldn't be here if we weren't in trouble. Um, But bloody hell, I mean that was that was that was that from the start we were crunching into tackles, we were giving effort. We were not trying to do things. I didn't see any playing out from the bank yesterday. I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't expect a... to, did you? <laughs> no, but it was so refreshing, Harry, to see Sarkis place the ball on the six-yard line and kick it down the field, you know, rather than trying to play it into someone what, who's what... already got two players <laughs> pressing to, him. Yeah. And put him under pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three minutes with
1: the 45-yard Diag out of play. <laughs> yeah, 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 that one, yeah.
0: So that was, that was wonderful. Um, and it was, it, as you say, I mean, from the from you know the, the terraces through the through the side, on the whole performance was old fashioned Millwall, where you give give everything you've got to give. The tackles were crunching, and I think Honeyman was booked early for a tackle. In fact, before that, we'd um, we'd we'd, we'd scored, didn't we? we were a brave brave header by Tanganga from a fairly routine free kick. I know that Russell Martin was moaning about um, our goals weren't weren't well, objects of beauty, I can't remember how i put it now, or rubbish, I think he said. Two uh,
1: rubbish, still... I think mean, he said, two. we conceded two rubbish goals.
0: Two rubbish goals. You know, well, got... Two
1: rubbish goals apparently mean more than one beautiful goal. Apparently, ball, apparently. yeah, there's, a, there's yeah.
0: an artistic merit on goals. Oh, yeah. um, but that was a brave, brave bit of heading, because I think Tanganga knew that the goalkeeper was coming and he was going to take a clout, and he was down for a, a minute or two, getting some treatment after that. And it trickled in, but you still got to put yourself in a brave yeah. situation. Yeah, and that was the
1: start of it. Yeah, absolutely, and I think as well, saying that normally we don't really do, but I thought the referee yesterday was pretty good. Actually, he was the referee that we had on New Year's Day against um against QPR. No. Yeah, and we won that. Okay. We won that as well, and I, I think he lets. He's not conned by. I noticed this, he's not conned by you going down too easily, like there was a lot of Southampton asking for penalties and asking yeah. for, and he, he's not conned by that he he allows contact, he allows some contact but not what he deems as I mean? and I think, but he's quite consistent, I can disagree and I, I think he's one of the more consistent refs that we've had and I, I don't think there's any, I think that helps I think on another day we could have had someone that every time we put, you know, any kind of pressure on a Southampton shoulder or had to sort of pull back at someone you give away a cheap free kick the cheap free kicks kill us, so yeah you know, with their kind of delivery so I, I thought that was important, but yeah the tan the tan Ganger, Edda, i mean normally when a keeper comes that far out, you've got to get everything their keeper didn't get anything can, apart from tanganga to be fair and um
0: yeah, took his head clean um, off near here enough yeah yeah i thought he'd, i thought he looked quite um initially. I thought he was quite badly injured. But anyway, he, he got up, ran away. Strong, strong player. Strong boy. Got booked on 12. So, you know, we were carrying a honeymoon booking. We were carrying a Tanganga booking from the 12th minute onwards. I think Leonard um, got booked first. After, Leonard right? was booked. Um, so to finish the game with 11 men <laughs> is, is, a, is, is a tribute to the discipline of the side. Because not only did we keep our shape, Harry, we didn't make any challenges. It could draw that second yellow. And that's not a bad. Bad thing to be able to say, is it?
1: No, it, it's not. I think it was. Um, I think at one point, you know, we scored, and you know, the the obvious sort of Southampton quit trying to get back into the game, and we're the worst team in the league from giving away points from winning positions before the game yeah. starts, and have been,
0: you, yeah. yeah. And you think
1: yeah. to yourself, you think to yourself, oh, well, here comes the onslaught. We've scored well too early here. Typical Millwall thing to say that as well. Um, yeah. And, and to be fair, you know. They did score and uh, and whatnot, but what's been different than every other time recently, where we've conceded, we have sort of a ten fifteen minute coup, like sort of um, Coco the Clown number after yeah, yeah. after we concede the the equaliser or the we, we the go Clown to
0: order. pieces, yeah. You know, it's like like a meltdown. You know,
1: it's like oh my god, we're not going to score again. We've scored our one goal. We're fucked now. Um, and there was none of that yesterday. There was just okay, they've scored. Okay, we expected this. We don't need to... I, d- I think there was sort of like a free element. Like it felt like a cup tie at times. They were coming at us and it felt like we were a little... I know we shouldn't feel like this because we've been in a championship for, what, four or five we years? We felt like the
0: Cray Valley paper mills going yeah, yeah, job, yeah. leading, weren't they? You know, um, I mean, you know, that, that that's, that's... a. That, there, there was a chance we had a, they had a clearance head. I think Tenganga cleared it off the line shortly after the goal. But apart from that, all I've got noted down here is terrific defending, fantastic block, Um you know, Tanganga's name, Lohan Leonard's name, um, proper middle performance, up until 33rd minute, when, it was, in truth, it was a fairly soft goal. It's probably a moment's lapse of concentration by by Jake, who looked like he was, you know, left the field last week looking like he'd had a nervous breakdown. But he, I wouldn't say he's at his best yesterday, but he was not as bad as last week. And that's probably about the only moment, really, in the game where I'd say Jake could have done a bit better there. A lot of people pinning it on Sarkic. I don't think there was much he could have done with it. Close range header crossing from the left. I think forward I th- beat Jake for me. I think I think I think the problem with Sarkic is that he's a
1: very erratic goalkeeper, and yes. I think that is that I think that's the problem when you have someone. And I'll I'll get to this because I feel like it's an important caveat to come. And, in. and Harry
0: is a member of the George Long fan club. Oh, I am a so. member of the
1: George Long fan club. Well, in fact, chairman. The chairman, yeah. uh, executive, <laughs> and uh, rights holder. And
0: Archer and and Woods. An,
1: an Archer and Woods <laughs> and Sunnacliff. Um But I think with with Sarkic, there was a couple of times. yesterday, see, like at Tanganga header that you have just talked about. That in the in the five seconds before that, Sarkic goes from. The front post runs across his goal to the back post tries a sort of half jump and then tango is behind him on his own line and heads it away now yeah to me he's better being be a fucking goalkeeper if you can't get there don't take a step out just be on your line and, and try and make a reaction save if, if the header comes down but he seems this he's like in, to use a cricket like parlance Anything in the corridor of uncertainty for Sarkic, anywhere near that six-yard box of a cross or a delivery, he goes, fuck, I've got to get there. You don't need to get there, mate. You've got six-foot-fucking-seven Jake and you've got Tangango. Tangango is six-foot-plus. Let them fucking deal with that and you just be a goalkeeper. So that that one for Jake there, I feel like Sarkic is waiting for the – he's doing the right thing. He's on his line and maybe Jake thinks he's – it's going over him and he can he can come for it. And it's a little bit of a defensive mix up. So I will take the point. At the time, watching it the first time through, I thought, fuck me, target! you've got to come for that. And then I thought, no, mm. he can't come for that, because them two are there and they should they should yeah. deal with that. So yeah. that's fine. But you then get the opposite of it with the with the three header late on to make it two two, where he stays on his line and doesn't come for one of those crosses and makes a fantastic save.
0: Yeah, yeah. A I game th- saving, game saving yeah, save at the so- end.
1: So just there's, there's the,
0: the contrast, Harry. Well, you just
1: know? do the things you're good at. I'm not asking you to cut. You see, like you're small for a keeper. Do do the small keeper thing of staying on your line yeah. and, and and shot stop. That's all we want you to do.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah, cleared off the line. Um, we win. The, we go on to win the penalty towards the end of the first half, which um, a touch of fortune, I suppose, because sometimes you see them given. I think I wasn't aware that was the same referee, but certainly we we, we drew a. We, we drew a good decision there because it, it was a shot from uh, over Femi, which uh, struck the the arm of the uh, Southampton defender. We got awarded the penalty, which um, okay, you know, we, it was gonna a lot of bad luck.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go back to the thing that people used to think these even themselves out over the season because we had well, one earlier on. Well,
0: we we had haven't one, had many, have we?
1: No, we had one earlier on in the season against go against us when I think it might have been quite early in Joe Edwards' reign. We were winning. I think we were winning at home on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. And yeah. we got a, a last minute. Was it Birmingham? Did somebody get like a last minute equaliser they didn't deserve it's, off, of, it's, off it's a penalty? Been so I feel, much I feel like areas. Yeah, bit yeah, there's so many, yeah trying, trying to say when we haven't lost is the easier thing to remember than when we have. Um, yeah, Absolutely. so I, I think I feel like it was either a draw or a loss we ended up with off the off the back of something like that. Um, so it was nice to finally get one. But I did. It did make me laugh. The sort of panto over Femi, wanting the wanting the penalty and I never realised he'd played for Southampton previously till I sort of saw that this No, morning. I
0: didn't know that. No, I um, no, But so Zion took it, didn't he? Yeah, um, well Zion
1: was having absolutely fucking none of it in his very most in his most sort of Dutch don't give a fuck way of I'm picking <laughs> the ball up and I'm going to score. But fuck me. I I, I mean it's a brilliant penalty. It's unsavable to hit the inside of the post. But I thought as soon as it it, it made that noise and there's that horrible yeah, instant that that little thing you can't even the, the, such a small minute amount of time that passes through your mind. You go, oh, oh, it's in. It was like just that little it was enough to make <laughs> the pit of my stomach drop. But um, it's yeah, great, a fine it?
0: line between a coolly taken penalty and an awful miss, isn't there? So anyway, it was just on the right line of being a coolly taken penalty. It sent the goalkeeper the wrong way, bottom left, in off the post. Just so anyways, enough. Two one at half time and I thought we'd really done brilliant I think it was 80-20 possession, 80 80%, percent, 20%. I haven't seen the full-time figures listen Possession so means was, fuck all. Well, there's a that's an object lesson in it, Harry. I and mean, there there's one of the graphics they showed in the half-time break. i that I mean, was 79 point something versus 20 <laughs> um 20 point something. Anyway, 80-20 is called it, Love it. So yeah. Um Substitution, Bradshaw coming in for Oberfemi. Oberfemi had actually pulled up a little bit in the first half and was running awkwardly more and more as it went on. So in came Tom Bradshaw. And second half felt a little bit like the Alamo, Harry, really. I mean, they they weren't overtly dangerous. Had a few smart shots early. But apart from that, loads and loads of possession without really carving out many chances. Um save for for um on the 68th minute uh, a for sarkic so i've, I've written with dodged, but i can't think of that a chance I could that's the, the free header
1: from um just on the edge of the uh just on the edge of the six yard box oh was it that one no, that he no that, that was that, that,
0: was, that, was, that there was 86 okay. minute that was i've got a huge chance um, oh right okay so that was another one um i can't remember anyway. that
1: chance i can only no, the I'm only not. chance i can really remember is is that sarkic one late on i felt we had a couple of chances where we broke out and we and we got clear. Billy Mitch sort of done yeah. a couple of marauding Marauding sort of runs and sort of Tom Bradshaw had Tom Bradshaw had one where he just passed it to no one. It was yeah, like, no, no, you're one. supposed to be the guy that in this situation, Tom, you're supposed to be the guy that we pass to. You're supposed to get beyond,
0: beyond <laughs> the, the end point. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um <laughs> but no, like and then Zion had that shot where it sort of fell to him and the keeper was off his line and he had a go. But yeah. I feel I feel like we we were 2-1 in front, and I think it was more than we could ever believe that we were going to get. I think we'd have been, you know, before the game, if we're all being honest, we'd have taken your hand off for a point. We expected a oh, lot. point.
0: Of People were talking about cricket scores, you know, yeah. and saying it's a free-hit game because we're going to get beat. Well, that never worked out, thankfully. But I don't think we have free hits. We, we The first job, Neil's job, is really surviving the Championship. And you've got to approach each game with a, from a point of view of getting three points, really. But um, anyway, that was the... Uh, I suppose it's one of those lessons you can't trust popular opinion. Listeners, you have to, you have to, you have to approach it. You know, you can, people people uh, say stuff online that isn't really um, awfully solid.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: if you're looking for a pre-match bite to eat why not back one of our own and pop into Harvey's Den Cafe it's located in the Lion Center right by the Barra Kitchener West Stand Turnstiles it's open on a match day it does all day breakfast, grab and go food uh, it's got Jamaican patties and chips, soup and bread rolls it's open weekdays from ten thirty a.m. and on a Saturday match day, eleven thirty a.m. till three p.m. Harvey's Den Cafe. Check it out. I mean, my my high points to the half really weren't. I mean, you're right about the, the lack of pace going forwards. I think um, Billy broke forwards at one point, but you know uh, that probably the same thing. Um, but we, we just lacked the cutting edge. But it's, it's more about blocking, terrific defending. Which was which was magnificent, and then a weak shot from Fleming and seventy nine. Apart from that, not not much to report attacking wise. There was a game changing moment, and we've said it already, which was a save by Sarkic, which was that um, close range header. Um, again, free free header, unfortunately. So I think there's work to be done in defensive terms, Harry, at the Calmont Road, um, because we've been caught too many times by poor defending. And yesterday we we, we got away of a couple of moments, you know, um, and I would imagine that's going to be something Neil and David Livermore are going to be wanting to try and deal with some communication between the central defenders and goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think also, I mean, let's be honest we've we've changed we've changed system again. Yeah, you know, we've manager played three, again. Yeah. Manager yeah. again. Free system. Play free systems in one season. Um, yeah three formations, three free tactical directions, um, and I think sometimes, obviously, there's going to be little bits of cracks where you're against a well-drilled side, but realistically, in 90 minutes, they only really give up one, well, two clear-cut chances. Your
0: goal and one other chance, really. Uh, yeah, Maybe yeah, one I mean, half chance, but, you know.
1: Um... It surely is better than what, what we've been seeing, um, and also Danny, Danny Mack playing at left-back, which isn't his natural position. Obviously, I think Joe Joe Byron will come. He's yeah. still suspended. Or was that his last game? Or may, maybe that was his last game, was it? Or has he got one more? Maybe he'll
0: be... I off. think that was his last game yesterday. I think he should be available. Um, I mean, Murray was on the bench. I mean, he is a left back, isn't he, by <laughs> trade, He was on the yeah, bench. Yeah, but, so. but,
1: but, but Paul Murray. Paul Murray's like... Um, how can I describe this? Paul, Paul Murray's a bit, at the moment, a bit like... You know when they're doing the Grand National? And you know you've got the outsider that's led like, <laughs> for a long time. And then it starts... Gradually, on like the third or second time around the circuit, starts dropping back. Like I love Murray to bits, and he's but like, but but it's like it's taking yeah. it's taking him away to save himself. I think he's just been. He, every time he plays, he gets targeted. The he? bless him. So yeah. you know, there's yeah. not really much you can do when you are the weak link being targeted. And the thing is with Murray as well is. Every time that he looks dead and buried, he reinvents himself into something. He makes healthy. a comeback. He's like Madonna. He yeah, makes well, a comeback. It's like, he's, it, like you know. a, he's like a left back Alan Dunn. He'll be I'll die and he'll still be at the club somehow or something, you
0: know. <laughs> I love Murray to death. Danny Macult did a magnificent job and some wonderful um, experienced for George Savile to take the ball into the corner. I agree with When he, he drew the free kick, and I let out a, a shout. I don't know what the my wife and, and the cats thought of it, but I thought I was losing the plot. There, I said. Well, this, she said, "Have we scored?" I said, "No, we've we've run a free kick in the corner." <laughs> <laughs> this is what he's come to now. <laughs> but I was, it was magnificent to see it—the experience and the, and the, and, the, and, the, and it reminded me of Dennis Wise in the, in, in his pump Back in the day, Some, someone um, raised
1: a really good point about um what player was Neil going to teach how to win the the cheap free kick, and it was clearly Zion. Zeon has obviously been at the school of the dark arts all week because the way that he went down to win that free kick was the most theatrical. Oh, I felt a little <laughs> bit of contact, I'm, I've got enough. I've put my leg round him, and I'll go down. And the sort of shit assery way that he done it is like, yeah, yeah I could, we could. We could do with turning Zion into like into a bit of a creatively dastardly shit house would be quite funny. Well,
0: I was interested at the end of the game. We'll come on to a bit of post match comment in a moment, but um, there's obviously the, the the Russell Martin who it looked like he was going to burst a blood vessel, and he's you know screaming all through the game. He down um, on his uh, he was like on his haunches, like bleeding oh, with with any deity
1: shouting anyone.
0: The fourth official, he was you know it, the man was just raging for ninety minutes basically, and I think it was probably because we did, we weren't playing to the script of of admiring Southampton's beautiful football and um let take you pass and
1: go past you yeah
0: yeah and, and some of the tackling was was, was full on I mean I, I, as Millwall fans you love to see it and but anyway it didn't seem to fit in with his <laughs> his world view um, he was doing his nut. Um, but no, just going back to Zian, Harry, um, at the end of the game, Neil, you know, obviously he's only been in the in the club since, back in the club, you know what I mean, since Wednesday. So he's only known Zian. Because Zian signed much more recently than the Neil Harris uh, tenure. So he's only known him for a day or two. But at the end of the game, he had his arms, Neil came over and had his arms around, was talking to him quite intently at the end of the game. And I dare say they're going to build a good working relationship for the very reason you've just said, because. There's a, such an amount of potential in in Zian Fleming that I think is untapped in terms of game nous, and there's you know if you want that in in a, in, a, in a player, it's Neil Harris. So that was really interesting at the end of the game to see them speaking so so closely.
1: It's weird at the end of the players game. players have only known for a few minutes, really. You know? Yeah, it was it was it was nice to see at the end of the game. Actually, it was quite there was quite a lot of um uh, some of it's come out online, but the the stream I was watching obviously rolled through and and. Mm. You know, um, just just they looked absolutely. The players looked absolutely fucking beside themselves with joy. They they yeah, looked yeah. like a looked like a weight had been left lifted from them, and they they almost couldn't believe they were getting a standing ovation from being
0: from a performer. where they were last weekend. Yeah, pulling, pulling the, the, the the security tunnel out. Um, I can only think it would feel like a weight. I mean, it felt like a weight off my shoulders watching it. So to to be a player out in that situation must be horrible last week and like you, top of the top of the world this week um through probably fairly sem- simple straightforward instructions series. I think that was the key i mean it wasn't you know the joe edwards experiment which i admired and i you know I, I i think there's a sense of um of what if with joe edwards but um certainly to go back to basics in the situation that we're in was was the right call and for that kind of result yesterday Neil Harris was the man I can't think of anyone else who could have produced it
1: in seven
0: days. No, I, I, I think
1: that that's important to, to remember. I think also the idea of this, this Joe Edwards ball or Joe ball, as you coined it, oh. you know, it's a lovely idea. But we, you know, the world is full of idea, idealists, <laughs> idealists and doers.
0: Yes, yeah. idealists
1: and doers. And unfortunately, at Millwall, you've got to be a bit of a doer. You can't be an idealist. The idealists. Get relegated Ideally, this up with Steve Lomas in charge. Ideally, this ends up with Holloway <laughs> telling you that you don't know about football. Um, and you know, something something did have to change. And what what it's very odd. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this as someone that's as you get older, because I feel like I'm I feel like I've seen quite in my Millwall tenure. Weird, we've had. Yeah we've had quite a fucking we've been very extremists. we've probably had our best days ever in my yeah, lifetime
0: absolutely right absolutely. Like,
1: so I, i'm very lucky right yeah so i have to try and remember this because i compare it to my dad who has had the had the thing where he's seen us in the top flight and i don't yeah, think yeah, i ever yeah. will but other yeah. than that he's, he's looked the same as me but we are we we're not idealists like, Millwall mill can't be idealists Millwall will stop it I feel like there's this real drive and I I plead everyone stop trying to stop trying to change us to be like everyone else. I know we have to move with the times. I get that there's, there's nuance in the statement of make Millwall be Millwall. You can be Millwall and play nice football. There is a, there is a bit, but there's I agree with that. There's no, there's no, you can't be Millwall and try and turn us into Bermondsey cuddle club with no arsehole. And (laughs) the last two managers for me have tried to, you know i've tried to really nullify the mill wall i've not got that kind of passion and thing that you need to you can be a great tactical mind but if you just tell someone to hit someone every now and then you'll get more from us as a crowd and bring us into it you know sometimes someone needs to pick up a fucking yellow card when they've had the ball for 10 minutes knocking it about at yeah. the den someone needs to do that and i think that's where we're different. That's where we won't accept. We'll go quiet, and then it takes us a long time to get back. You know, we'll go and have a pint downstairs because it takes forty-five minutes to get served. So we might as well fuck off now because i have had the ball for fifteen minutes. It's like that, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to denigrate what Gary Rowett or or Joe Edwards tried to do. I, I get it, but the the idea this this outpouring of emotion yesterday on Twitter and it's not necessarily the greatest barometer of what people actually think no very,
0: it, it encourages Snapshots extreme, and, extreme yeah. comment and absolutely you know, by the direction but
1: this idea yeah. of it's always you know Wednesday blah, it's fucking backward step and and Saturday night it's oh my God we've got our Millwall back and I think I think <laughs> that it, both can be both can sort of be true you know we've gone back to what you know how fun is it when you've got someone that gives a fuck? How fun is it when they look like they give a fuck? Do you know what I mean? They look like they care as much as you do. And then you buy in and then you're invested. And then you're more likely to travel on a Tuesday night to fucking the ass end of nowhere to watch us have eight, like 20% possession and win 1-0. when you don't care because you're invested in the story. Whereas... To pass, 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 lose the ball, concede. That that's not Millwall to me, and I, and you know, maybe I am a football style and I like four four two, and I like Millwall and I like big men and little men up front, and I, I just, it's what you like, and it suits what I like. I know it's not for everyone, and I know other people like Rowett Ball or Joe Ball or whatever. But at the end of the day, what I can what I can say is I like winning football matches. Uh, um, we, we've we we've won well, a football match, you know what I mean? And, and we yeah. need to win football matches because we're fucking staring Cheltenham away. Not that, Possibly, if they stay up. Chel-
0: Cheltenham are in league. Well, I think they're fighting league to stay in league one. But that's the kind of fixture you, you, you're talking about, or whoever comes up from League Two. Cr- crew again, I suppose, or, or Stockport. So, just, like
1: generic Northern shit league. That's basically what you're, you're you know... <laughs> Any club that isn't from Manchester or Leeds, that's what thats what we're looking at. And that is, that's is—that's the real sort of, we're sort of we're sleepwalking in sort of this, uh, and I do think it's been difficult. I do think the last, you know, as I said on Wednesday, I do think the last nine months for the club, everyone connected with the club, whether you're a supporter or whatever, has been just wave after wave of crushing disappointment, you know, and sadness, you know, to lose lose so John, everyone who knew him or everyone who had anything to do with him says the same kind of thing, and that must rub off on players and must rub off on coaches and the tea lady and everything. Then you get, then you know, Gary runs out of steam or whatever, and, and the disappointment of Blackburn, and it, it's just all. Mm. Oh, and then we appoint a new young coach, and it doesn't work out, and it was just. Yesterday was like it was like a release. It was like you know the 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 turning point in grief, perhaps. I you know what I mean you have a three cycle. Or- I, I I agree. I
0: mean two thousand seven hundred mil we all went down there. I mean they really the support really came over well on stream listeners, and there was a there was a, a monk chant as I call it at at, at one point that just went on and on and on. It reminded me of the um <laughs> the cup final in uh, two thousand four. That kind of level of fanatic support. And defiance, you know, most well, is it what, one of the points I, was, I wanted to make to you? I'm, I made the same point in our group chat where I said, Um, we did well under Gary Rowell. You can't, you can't, the league table is the ultimate job CV, isn't it? You know, where do you finish? Yeah, and by middle standards, to finish consistently, maybe one season we didn't, but for the most part, we were fringes of the playoff without ever quite getting into it. But nevertheless, to finish at that level by mill's historic standards is a massive achievement. But no point in that... Kept getting friends home by the yeah. end. Well, but then what you didn't have were the, the huge uplifting moments. And, and as example exhibit, I am going to take you to yesterday, listeners, because that was a huge uplifting Mill moment. You will remember yesterday for years to come in a way that you probably won't remember many Gary Rowett wins. You know, I mean, they, they, were, they were just different. And... I don't really come to damn Gary Rowick, but it was just that yesterday probably captured for me what it feels like to be a Millwall fan because these are massive, big, emotion-driven roller coasters, Harry. Yeah, and I and think that's that's what feels such a relief to have it back.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's where you know you know the, my my knockers would say that you're a Gary Rowick, you know, a,
0: group, a, a groupie, a groupie. like a,
1: a like a get rid of Gary rowick kind of thing and all that, and it's it's.
0: A uh, Harris Groupie, I mean, oh yeah. Harris
1: Groupie, right? No, it's, it doesn't. But it didn't have to be. It didn't have to be a Harris Groupie or anyone. It, you know, realistically, if I'm being totally honest, when we appointed Joe Edwards, if we had got fucking Neil Walnut, I wouldn't have minded. I know everyone's saying I don't, you know, because that would have been to me. That would have been the next stage in the what we've done. We've come so perilously close. We'll go for Walnut because Walnut has got teams over the line, and. Has played with system and's been at working class clubs. That's kind of uh, like ourselves, and yeah, yeah, has has yeah. done it. And I, I could have, and I I generally believed that that would have been a sensible step. Maybe not on a long term contract. I might have said, well, we will give you to the end of the season. We'll see how this goes, and we'll we'll, we'll go from there. Because it could have been a, you know, all all managerial appointments are are risks, right? But I I but then also then you get the sort of new the new Millwall fan who unfortunately down with the kids <laughs> in the group on stand with their vapes and their and their rollerblades and their animes who who want who want us to sort of play this progressive style of of football and and don't know how good you've got it you haven't fucking had to watch us struggle to beat stain's town and another
0: other, <laughs> other... At the back of the the, the stains leisure center yeah you haven't you know and that's
1: it. me that's me you know I, I say it with tongue very much in cheek but but as you said the the we're better in moments, right? The club's built on moments, really, isn't it? You know, it's mm, are yeah, boring. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's very rare that we have these sort of prolonged spells of success in the terms of, you know, um, in league position and league form. So you've got to hand it off to Gary Rowick that way. But sometimes we are better. We are a FA Cup type of side. We we rise to occasions. We can Well, the high
0: points are... I mean if you said to me the recent high points leave aside yesterday you're talking about one-offs and you know the, the win at leeds the uh 4-3 win i'm talking about yes. um the, the game against everton uh the cup run that we had under Neil, and, and those, the, you know the the, 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 the uh, wembley final yeah, that beating,
1: of, beating the champions of england at home all that kind yeah, of that, you know, moments yeah, like yeah, that
0: yeah. you know um that is that is what mills are all about i've got a few just run through a few um quotes and i'll run a few of them past you harry i mean this is a post-match uh, in press conference with uh, Neil by Richard Corley, South London Press. Neil saying that you've got to find a way. Mill teams have to find a way. I've always had to find a way in teams I've played in. And sometimes you rely on your shape, organisation, your spirit and your togetherness. And that had everything yesterday. I mean, shape, We 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 were, like we said at the start of the conversation, we were carrying early yellow cards. It would have been easy to lose one, two men with a wrong challenge when you're up against it organisation was well evident from yesterday, but more than that experience of this plus the unity with the crowd because I think the middle crowd when they see that, Harry, will roar you on as as anyone that would have listened to yesterday's stream would have would have heard loud and clear.
1: Absolutely. I think you know, the togetherness, but to, I think when he says togetherness, I don't think he just means his, his team and his squad. I think he means us as well, you know. On, the, on the
0: terraces, uh, yeah, the you know, yeah, yeah. We
1: are, you know, it is a football cliche because we're going to end up on Brian's Gun's Gun, that brilliant Twitter page. But we're um, we're going to say, you know, the fans are a 12th man and they're a big club and he knows the club. <laughs> he knows and the, the club. club. <laughs> they know the fans. The fans know him. He knows, he knows the club. Yeah, he yeah, knows it. See, Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> the players know him. Um you could say all the cliches, but he's, he's, sometimes the cliches are true, unfortunately, and um, uh, I think that's what that comes down to. I think he made it very clear in his action before the game and also after the game that it was about it wasn't about him. But let's be honest, you know,
0: some sometimes it was an in- integral it, yeah, part of the yeah. event that was yesterday. I mean, on on that point, this is a bit more of a I don't know if it's sour, but this is from CMFC eighteen eighty five. Um, he says it just shows that all the crap about Joe Edwards was bollocks. The the, the team, the squad, weren't clearly weren't playing for him. I, I I do as much as I loved yesterday, and it's great to see Neil back and um, everything that we've described in this show, Harry. I do have a lurking nag in my head that the the the, the same squad that gave hundred percent yesterday for Neil and gave gave everything didn't do that for Joe Edwards. Do you agree? Is that is that being churlish?
1: I I think they did in the start. I don't think they I don't think they started. Um,
0: there's some good moments early on when there's yeah, a good run and so and good football being I played think, actually at times.
1: I think as we as we're right there are. You ever worked with, the way I try and put it is, if you ever work with someone that is is fantastic at what they do, and then they get mm. promoted into a role where they have to manage people rather than doing what they used to do, and they have to delegate, and they can't do it. And they end yeah. up taking that. And because you're not as good as them at their job, they then find fault in everything that you do. And I wonder if Joe Edwards had a bit of that about him. I wonder if that's really what was going on behind the scenes is that Joe Edwards is a very capable football coach and a very well respected football coach, but not
0: a very good manager. At, at I do. I, I, I think you are right because we've seen in the interview, like we said at the start of the show, Harry, I mean, I, I think that probably goes to the heart of it, what you've just said there, because. Just to watch the TV interviews with 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 Neil, you are lifted by hearing him say, "Oh, I mean, to some extent, you, you know, it's like listening to sweet words from your girlfriend, isn't it? You know, you're lifted. You know, you you feel you feel like you want to go out and and do more for him for the club." Everything. Inspiration. That's a difficult. It's easy to
1: say, hard to hard to produce that. Yeah, and it's also at Millwall, it's almost hard to do it without in the piss taken out of you. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, well, because right. you can you can make it too much you can do like a Churchillian yeah. type of type of speech and you it's get a bad, paper, bad kissing you know, yeah, yeah. Or, you know and pumping chest and and all yeah, that yeah, you know yeah, but, yeah and we're quite we're quite cynical as a fan base for that shit. yes i've noticed but, that yes yeah. But, but yeah have you have you really um,
0: <laughs> over the years yeah.
1: yeah but but yeah i think i think you're right i think that kind of it's now on the edge and the way also joe edwards Joe Ebers didn't help himself in interviews, I don't think. I think that whatever whatever media PR training that he'd had was particularly. Um, it was very right Chelsea. Yes. Mill fans don't want logic. Mill fans almost want you to come out. If we get beat, go, no, but... it's not good enough and we need to work harder. Those are two things that you say, and most people will go, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all right then. Yeah, that's all you need to say. Really overcomplicating. You know, I don't know how many times you can change that to say the same thing without saying different words. But, yeah, yeah. but that's kind of what you need to do when we get beat, when we win. Yeah, we worked hard, we were good, blah, blah, blah. blah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so realistically, there's going to be a 30-second soundbite that's going to end up on Twitter that, that kind of dictates how, how you're viewed, unfortunately, as a football manager. And you probably don't have that when you're a coach of an under-18s team.
0: No, you don't. You don't get the same level of of, of, um, of scrutiny, uh, and I think maybe that's what washed him away a little bit. Um, I, as I say, I, I, I really liked what we briefly saw with Joe Edwards because some of the football when it was played, albeit briefly, and albeit it finished up where it finished up, was really ambitious, and I, I kind of like that. So yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's to be put on the back plate at the moment. Anyway. we'll Talk about that another day
1: Harry. for me joe edwards yeah. was like we'd open it, we don't we open the front door playing lovely football like we come out the house all happy but we'd forgotten to lock the back door all the time
0: yeah
1: and we, uh, so yeah, we, we got left the window open yeah the burglars kept coming in through the <laughs> back and then we were fucked and they go oh, I don't know what to do now we ain't got the keys with our car the keys on the, on
0: the kitchen yeah, 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 table yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that was that's what it felt like all the time um i don't know i can't really think of a better analogy than that really like, we used to get burgled quite a lot under Joe Edwards. We'd be in charge of the position, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we'd find ourselves 1-0 yeah. down. In, so, yeah. in
0: the end, we were just sitting in the front room with nothing left. Yeah, okay. You know, I can't, not, I can't, even, I can't work out. Even the chairs that. were gone.
1: <laughs> and sort of standing around at the end of games going, "I don't, how did this happen? What have we done wrong? We've stopped locking the back door, maybe, Joe. That might be
0: an idea. Uh, no substitute for experience. I mean, a, a post there, Robert Edge, Billy Mitchell doesn't get enough credit from today. He brought in to do a job. 100% now. I, I do agree. Yeah. I mean, we've mentioned men that the match, um, Tanganga for me, Leonard. Um, Saville and Billy Mitch because I think he gets a bit of a bit of stick. As does Danny Mac Harry for being middle <laughs> well, fans.
1: Well, I, I saw something online. Someone went, "Oh fucking Billy Mitch coming back in." Harris playing his fucking mates like taking the piss out of other yeah, people yeah, saying that. Yeah. They went, Billy Mitchell had played before today twelve minutes of football under Neil Harris. Yeah, he's definitely his mate. And I was like, I was
0: like, you and your
1: facts, your yeah, you're yeah. facts. How dare you yeah. ruin? How dare you ruin? How dare you ruin this stat? But no, I thought, I thought just. We just looked a little bit more structured. Do you know what I mean? Like, we just did defensively so. And obviously, I suppose, when you're, when you need points and you're fighting for your life, you need a defensive structure. And, and that's what we got yesterday, I suppose. And we'll see how it goes going forward. But for me, you know, as we've just kind of taken the piss out of, for all the lovely football under Joe Edwards, we just, and to be fair, this season under Gary Rowett, you know, the mm. Gary Rowett sort of the turning point for Gary Rowett was, OK, Gary Roberts' football's never been pretty, but it was always, yeah. we weren't getting thumped four and it, five. It was effective. And it, we, it, and it, was, yeah. it was ugly, but effective. Yeah, and as um, soon as, when it's ugly, as soon as it stops being effective, suddenly it's just the fan, ugly, it's just ugly yeah. the fans turn. And and I think that's what happened, obviously, at Norwich and, and everything went on from there. And I feel like Joe Edwards went completely the opposite way. and went, I don't really care about defending. If they score four, we'll score five. The problem is, is we haven't we haven't scored five between our front line all season. I don't think so. We're,
0: I'm, we're, set, I'm settling for scoring two yesterday yeah, exactly. at the moment. But you're right. You're right. I've picked a few more out here. Billy 1885 says he says that's got to be one of the best Mill moments of his life. Uh, Harris answered the call and winning a must-win game against flying high-flying Southampton. That's what memories are made of. Um, uh, Scott wants to invite all Mill fans to Harry's bar. Well, he's going to get married to Ryan Leonard he says to <laughs> Leonard aware of um aware of that but he's named the date so um the we'll wish...
1: date what date he... what date are we uh, uh eight,
0: for, eight for june eight for June in Harry's bar he's, he's getting married to Ryan Leonard I, I, I want to wish the couple Scott and Ryan it'll be like in um you know kind of gold uh, font over the over the door is he's, um, he's lurch
1: doing the catering
0: he's <laughs> on the catering <laughs> <laughs> um, Bonnie from Steve Evans, maybe get the last one. Maybe, um, he says, We should be privileged to be one of those clubs that has a way in inverted commas, the Mule Way. Um, everyone's aware of it, but when we're, when we're at, at our best, most struggle to stop it. It's not going to be pretty, but it's effective, and people feel bad for Edwards for getting sacked for trying to change it. Um, and uh, it's in reply to another post, that says that's that performance was the Mule Way and should never be changed. I'm a bit wary of. Ways because that always reminds me of the West Ham way, Harry, and I, 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 I yeah. trust that.
1: But the West Ham way is. ended up winning the European trophy, and they're still not fucking happy. They want Moyes out, no, not. you know. So, so you know, there is um maybe we should be wary of ways. You're right, but um unless it's the app that sort of drives you around the traffic, but um we're fucking. <laughs> I, I don't know, like this idea of a Millwall way, is it really, is it a mill way? I suppose the Millwall way could be anything, cause as long as it shows... Anything, colors, could as, be, as long as
0: it's 100% Yeah, as long as as it's like
1: commitment, arsehole, and a bit of streetwiseness. Everything else is a bonus, really. So play like you give a fuck, that's all we ever ask for, really. Um, anything anything football tactic wise you could play any formation you like just fucking try really is all you ever ask for and if the opposition have had the ball for 15 minutes at the den somebody kicks someone that's it it's not really all <laughs> it's not there's no more tactical now to it really i don't think i mean it's been proven that i might not be the greatest football manager mind in the world <laughs> previously but um but i sort of you know to get us and i think that's that's also a point of it there is a i say us we are a batch crazy 13 to 16 thousand average gate of fans that give a fuck right and the problem is is that we've all got very very varied views on how we believe that football should be played but what we all can agree on is that this new way to coin that phrase is yeah. is is yesterday right is yesterday is the underdog and how nice was it to just accept that we were the underdog yesterday, and you didn't expect oh, it? All none yeah, of this talking up bollocks it. that we've, you know, we're, we're we're some kind of Bermondsey Barcelona. This just <laughs> idea that we're Bermondsey Boy Club and we're fucking like we've got no money and we're fucked. and you know but it
0: works. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna we'll play out shortly. I lifted the um, they had a marching brass band going around <laughs> the pitch, and there's a wonderful. I've lifted it. I don't know who did the video. But there's a, the video of the Millwall end singing the Fanny and Millwall to it, um, which I thought was just wonderful. So I'm going to play out with that in a moment. But before I do play out, Harry, I just got to say that the there's, there's loads of silly videos of West uh, Southampton fans with West Ham shirts on doing the um, the crossed hammer sign to us. I mean, it is very bizarre modern behaviour. They think that's going to enrage the away support. And do what? I don't know. I, I don't get are You
1: a, a, spent, a you shirt? spent £40 Four. on a West Ham shirt to wind us up. So you're 40 <laughs> quid down... Presumably you would have had a bet on Southampton winning yesterday.
0: Did you wear it again? Or is it like a once a year for whenever you play Millwall? Did, you wear it did, it to the away,
1: did they wear it to the away game and come back? Did they stop? I don't, I don't know. know. Did they go to that toilet bowl outside of Stratford? Did they, did they go there to get it? I, I don't, know. There's, more I don't question, know. there's more questions than answers here. Maybe we need an expose on odd fans. Odd, odd
0: behaviour. Odd I've got a screenshot from a video. There's this Wally with, with his West Ham shirt on doing the cross... The, the hammer thing, you know, um, why you would do it. I'll I drive,
1: I'll drive checking
0: behaviour, I suppose, would I describe it. as. It.
1: <laughs>
0: Harry, we're going to play out with um, when the Saints come, a version <laughs> of when the Saints come <laughs> in. Um, big thank you for joining me on Sunday morning, mate. Have a good day. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, enjoy, mate.
1: Come on, you lions.